Are stock purchases or asset purchases more preferred by a company? We'll answer this question today on Investment Banking Insights. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. This is the only show that is absolutely dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and the non-technical aspects of the investment banking process, no matter where you are in your recruiting journey or even your career, or even you're just curious about what investment banking is all about. If you have no idea what this wonderful world is all about, that's why I'm here. Thank you for joining me. My name is Alex Mason and I am your host. We're talking about mergers and acquisitions today specifically about two different types of purchases. And if you joined us for the last episode, you know that there are three different ways that transactions can be structured. There's stock purchases, there's asset purchases, and then this weird little thing in the IRS tax code called Section 338H10 elections, which is kind of interesting. But nonetheless, go check out that episode if you haven't already. But that kind of leads us to this natural question of, in a merger or an acquisition, what kind of transaction do companies prefer? I mean, we know that large publicly traded companies, for example, tend to do stock purchases. Privately held firms or smaller firms tend to opt for the asset purchases or the 338 election. But beyond that, why would a company prefer one over the other? Well, the thing is, it depends, right? Just like any good answer, it depends. It depends on the goals of the company. For every rule, there's an exception, but generally speaking, this is how it works. Sellers will typically want to sell the entire company via the stock purchase structure. And why would sellers want to do that generally? Well, it lets them get rid of all of their their responsibilities, right? Like with an asset sale or with a 338-10 election, maybe there's some like extra legal entities going on, or maybe some of the assets are purchased, but some of them aren't, and maybe there are liabilities that go along with that. But with a stock sale, everything is bought, everything is sold, and boom, ownership is transferred just like that. And then the seller, they don't have to deal with the company anymore. It's truly no longer their responsibility, they get paid, they're happy. And so that may be a reason why sellers want to go the stock purchase route. For buyers, buyers typically would prefer an asset purchase. And why is this? Let's think about it as if you and I were on the board of some company right now and we were gonna buy another firm. Well, we do our due diligence, we notice some good things about the firm, some not so good things, and some things that are like okay. But we ultimately conclude, yeah, we want to buy this business. Would we rather buy the entire business and just take it all over? Or would we kind of be more selective? Maybe take certain assets off of the target company's balance sheet for our own? Well, we'd probably choose the latter, right? Because being selective allows us more flexibility in our strategic decision-making, and also it's gonna cost less money too, right? If we're buying a company that owns 10 factories, that's gonna cost a lot more than if we find the best, highest performing two factories and say, you know what, we just wanna buy those. So it just depends on the situation, but buyers might typically prefer this asset purchase method because of that selectivity. An additional advantage, which we've discussed in the past, 
is that with an asset purchase structure, buyers can also get tax write-offs with their purchase. So once they get that tax write-off, they can use depreciation or amortization depending on whether or not they're dealing with tangible or intangible assets. And that lets them save money, real money. Remember that taxes are a cash outflow for a business. And so anytime that you can save cash, you directly improve your free cash flow. If you improve your free cash flow, guess what? That improves the valuation of the firm and makes your firm more valuable. So you can create value by saving on taxes. All right, that's it for today. Basically, there are different reasons why companies would choose these different purchase transaction options. But again, this is general, general knowledge. It's going to be highly specific for the firms that you're working with. So there are many different situations like a firm may want another firm for a very strategic reason. And maybe the seller, they won't they won't sign off on an asset purchase. They'll only sell if they can sell the entire thing. And the purchasing company is like, well, I really, really want this one asset. But in order to get that, I'm going to have to shell out a lot more money to buy the whole thing like that could happen, too. There's all these little niche scenarios that are possibilities. But I'm just trying to give you a general framework of what could happen and reasons why they might happen. So I hope that's helpful. My name is Alex Mason. I am your host. Thank you so much for listening to Investment Banking Insights. Thank you for showing me the love. Thank you for rating me on Spotify. Thank you for saying what's up on LinkedIn. Thank you for your emails. I'll see you next time.